relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. You know, this isn't really a job. As my friend, uh, my mentor, Dennis Prager, says, do you know what we get to do, Seb? We get to tell people what we think for three hours a day, and we get paid for it. And the best part of it all, unlike my friends, you know, Dan Bongino and Chris Plant and Mark Levin, who actually talk for three hours, I don't. I don't think I could do that. In fact, I know I couldn't because I'd be bored of my own voice. I love listening to you, our dear callers, our listeners. But the funnest part for me is to share with you really interesting people, especially my friends who I want to talk to in front of three and a half million people. And that's why we have the Manhood Hour. But if one hour a week of the Manhood Hour or 15 hours of radio simply aren't enough in one week, how about getting to chat with me over a cigar, over some steak? as we imbibe the beauty of perhaps the fairest state of the nation, especially for those of you who missed our trip to the Holy Land a year ago. Join us for our Patriots Alaska cruise this July 4th weekend, June 29th to July 6th. I've never been to Alaska. I've never been on a cruise. Just you, me, and a few hundred other patriots. Join us for the trip of a lifetime. We'll be with Katie, my muse, with Jennifer Horn, our West Coast warrior princess, with our morning maven, Mike Gallagher, and the man who keeps Philadelphia sane, Chris Stigall. Join us for the trip of a lifetime. Check out the amazing itinerary at sebgorka.com and book your cabin today. 200 already gone. Don't wait another millisecond. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A sebgorka.com and the Patriots Alaska Cruise banner. All right, we've had founding members of Delta Force, Green Berets, you name it, here to talk on the Manhood Hour. We're now going to wax a little bit more philosophical with a man from a superb institution. It's called the Claremont Institute, Arthur Millick. Welcome to the Manhood Hour. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. All right, so uh, thank you for joining us for our deep dive on what our civilization faces and how we have to revivify the art of masculinity, manhood, and the eternal truths upon which our Judeo-Christian civilization is born. But for those of uh, the listeners and viewers who missed our prior chats, uh, who is Arthur Millick and what do you do and what is Claremont? Well, uh, thank you. Uh, The Claremont Institute is a think tank like many others, and I think that we do some of the most interesting work around. We're on the cutting edge of understanding uh, where America came from, how we got into this uh, bad state, and where we're likely going. And I personally run the Center for the American Way of Life, which is uh, Claremont's D.C. Center. And what we focus on is doing as much as possible to uh, poke holes in the chinks of the armor of the woke regime, uh, to cut it down a notch. Uh, and then to build up our own forces to resist it. So that's 
a very broad and bold summary, but that, that is how we understand our jobs. Well, I'm very glad somebody is doing that. Claremont.org, Claremont.org. So let's talk about your Center for the American Way of Life. Um, what is the health report, Arthur Millick, on the American Way of Life? Well, I would say very broadly that it's it's easy to get depressed about the situation in America. And a lot of conservatives, I fear, go too far in that direction. They have good data at their disposal. They're not just making things up. Things are indeed getting worse and worse. Um, habits of self-government are decreasing. The border is open. The intel state is weaponized against many people on the right. Uh, nonetheless, uh, I still find some elements of hope. Uh, I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, the right is becoming more serious than it has been over the last several generations. It's becoming angrier. It's becoming more strategic. It's learning to flex its muscles in a way that it simply has forgotten how to do. You see this in how the states are becoming more and more serious. You see this in some of the things that uh, President Trump uh, has said while he was president and now is saying on the campaign trail. And you see it among a lot of people who are growing discontented with the direction of the country, are starting to look at it more and more as uh, exerting an illegitimate power over them. And you almost feel the revolutionary spirit in the air in the country. And these, I think, are uh, signs of health. Um, many fear that it's a sign of instability, but the truth is that any free people has to, at some point, assert its rights uh, to rule itself. And so that's taking place right now. There's just a couple of victories that I can name off. In fact, one in particular uh, that's worth noting. I think that five years ago, it would have been absolutely unimaginable for us on the right to think that one person, the efforts of one person, basically Bill Ackman, could get the president of Harvard fired, mm. who belongs to the most sacred class uh, the most sacred protected class in America. But that did happen. Uh, and there's a lot of support for that happening. I don't mean to give you, you know, small-time optimism that doesn't amount to anything. Of course, what we're used to is having tiny victories and then moving on, patting ourselves on the back and thinking, good enough, we can go back to normal America as usual. That's not going to be the case. But to get these kinds of victories is a very big deal and a sign of some hope to come. Let me uh, drill down on that for a second, that, that success of that, I think he's a billionaire, to basically yeah. get this um, anti-Semitic, pro-genocide lunatic out of her position as the president of Harvard. But uh, with that one example, isn't it a shame, Arthur, that that person really stepped down because of her plagiarism? and ended up staying at Harvard with her $400,000 paycheck, but not as the president. I mean, it started because she refused to stay on the floor of the Congress, that citing and shouting from the river to the sea, which means the expulsion or the murder of all the Jews in Israel, is a genocidal charge. She refused to do that. But the real issue was the 40 instances of plagiarism in, in, in the 10 articles that she wrote. So is that a kind of half a victory with regards to getting back to normal? It's an interesting question. Uh, I'll take the victory. <laughs> uh, 
you know, she has to, first of all, it's it's actually worse than what you said. Uh, it's not a $400,000 salary. I believe that she retains the salary that she had as president. So it's $900,000. So, so, she, so she, oh, you're right. And then she doesn't have to do the job of a president. So the same paycheck, but that's, she doesn't have to run anything. That's it. That's it. Um, so look, yeah, it's true that she was taken down on the grounds of plagiarism. Uh, but keep in mind that in a way that's a bigger deal than it would seem. Uh, because what it meant was that finally Harvard found the kind of crown jewel in the DEI diversity game. We have found the person that will perfectly represent mm. this morality that we are trying to impose onto every institution of higher ed and to every national institution. And it turned out that she was not just not qualified, as we like to say, but a fraud, an outright fraud yes. that plagiarized. And so exposing that uh, shows that Harvard, in its own way, still deeply wants to believe in the system of merit. Whatever you may think of merit, um, they still deeply want to, ha um, want to believe that their pride rests on not just Harvard being some old storied institution with a lot of money, but the best. And if you want to believe that, you can't have hires like this. So the thing that I regret more, actually, than her just going off to pasture and collecting $900,000, but remember, you left this out, also living in shame for the rest of her life. And I don't think that she is ashamed of herself, no. but I think that everybody will look at her and know that oh, you're a fraud. Uh, and, and you made it uh, that high as a fraud. Now you've been uh, kicked down a notch. Um, I think that the thing that should be regretted more, actually, is the fact that I fear that uh, this will be another instance where the right takes a victory lap, gets a victory. And relaxes. And yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. Unlike the left and the Alinskyite tactics of uh, you have a victory and you just dust yourself off and you fight even more. We don't, we don't take victory laps. We don't relax. Uh, you keep on fighting. That is the way of life of the left. Uh, one more pushback. The fact is we don't have a culture of shame in the West and in America, so she may feel ashamed, but I'm not sure others will look at her like that because we need to talk about this as well. I, I don't think shame is a public concept anymore. If you look up you know, social media, TikTok, hookup culture, uh, we have to discuss that as well. We're talking to the executive director of the Center for the American Way of Life at the Claremont Institute in D.C., claremont.org. Arthur Millick doesn't do social media because he's just, you know, he's doesn't have time for that i do make sure you follow us on our podcast and social media never miss any of our long form interviews whichever platform you prefer plug in my name sebastian gorka leave us a five-star review and share the re the links with your friends so the truth gets out there and you heard what the president said i'm a dissident candidate he's absolutely right stand with him check out all the america first gear at our website sebgorka.com including the lgbt t-shirt let's get biden to quit and the let's it's time to stand with 45 trump 2024 flag s-e-b-g-o-r-k-a store.com we'll be back with arthur in a moment hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth call 800-702-5400 I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. 
Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Greetings, this is Dr. Sebastian Gorka from the Midas Gold Group War Room. The MAGA veterans at Midas point out that the Federal Reserve note does not belong to you. It belongs to the Federal Reserve Bank, while the federal debt doesn't belong to the Federal Reserve Bank. It belongs to you. This is your wake-up call to what the Midas Gold Group veterans believe the central bank and government are trying to do. A controlled demolition of our current system with a central bank digital currency to take complete and utter control of our transactional freedoms. A literal digital concentration camp replete with social sanctions. Protect yourself. Turn this wake-up call into a phone call and look into the opportunities that gold can provide you as a way to diversify your investments. Call veteran-owned Midas Gold Group today, 855-322-GOLD, or go to MidasGoldGroup.com. That's 855-322-GOLD, or just go to MidasGoldGroup.com. Always faithful, Midas Gold Group, MAGA and proud of it. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over. And they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. I'm not going to let this happen. It sent them insane when he said it a year ago this year, this Saturday. He added to it by saying, what? November 4th will be their judgment day. That's President Trump talking to uh, the epicenter, the largest convocation of conservatives in the world. We're going to break that down and what it means for our civilization or whether we can save it from those who wish to destroy it. But first... The globalists are making it clear that another pandemic could be just around the corner and they want you to live in fear and to sacrifice your freedoms. My advice, don't be afraid. Be prepared. That's why you need the Wellness Company. The Wellness Company and their doctors are medical professionals you can trust. Their medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to protecting your family. They contain an assortment of life-saving medications, including, yeah, Ivermectin and ZPAC, as well as a guidebook to their safe use. You will have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics at hand so that you won't have to wait in fear until the big pharma executives tell you what you're allowed to buy. 
Check out right now, twc.health slash Gorka. That's the wellness company, so twc.health slash G-O-R-K-A. And then use my name again on the website for 10% off. The wellness company and their licensed doctors are medical professionals you can trust. That's twc.health slash Gorka and promo code G-O-R-K-A. See the site for details. Uh, Prescriptions may be required. We're back with the executive director of the Claremont Institute's DC Center for the American Way of Life. He's the author, uh, most recently, of Up From Conservatism, Revitalizing the Right After a Generation of Decay. Uh, Arthur, the, the president said, I will be your retribution. I will be your justice. He said, I'm a dissident. And uh, on this November will be uh, our new day of liberty and freedom and judgment for those who are trying to destroy our civilization. One issue I have with those who want to save what we hold dear is that we might have a conference here or a conference there, but President Trump isn't really an ideological figure. He is an alpha male in the quintessential definition of an alpha male. I think that's why a lot of the establishment detest him, not for political reasons, but, you know, just how much of a man he is. Have we done enough work as lovers of Western civilization, to define what it means to be a conservative in the 21st century? Talk to us a little bit about your book. Well, the book is, I I appreciate you saying that it's my book, but it really is the work of 20 authors. It's an edited volume that puts together topic by topic uh, of where the right went wrong over the last generation, what the consequences of that have been, and what we should do going forward on every issue that you would care about, on immigration, on big tech, on higher ed, et cetera. Um, So that's its purpose. And its purpose is to redirect where the right goes from here, because what we've been doing has accumulated in mistake after mistake after mistake. Um, And mistakes that uh, sometimes look like victories, sometimes in the moment give you hope that things are just about to change. And then you look back five years later and you're like, wow, this thing This whatever institution we have in mind has been taken from us. If you zoom out to take a broad look at America, we have to ask ourselves, number one, what institutions, national level power institutions, actually belong to the right? I think the answer is none. And you have to ask the next question. How did they get taken from the right? And I think often the answer is that uh, they were taken from the right on the right's watch while the right was uh, pretending to do something about it. I'll just give you one concrete example on higher ed. How many, as you said, endless conferences, seminars, white papers have been written about reforming higher ed? How many man hours have been spent to try and do something about it? How many billions of private philanthropic dollars have been given to try and do something about higher ed? And it just keeps getting worse and worse. Uh, And the reason is that oftentimes the right doesn't really want to win. Explain that. Why, why, Why do they not want to win? They don't want to win because they have no real moral self-confidence in what they teach. Uh, They don't want to win because it's easier to just give things away to the left and pray that you'll be left alone. Uh, They don't want to win because at the end of the day, what many of these people that, that, that animate the institutions that are, quote, saving America on behalf of their donors, what they really want is just a comfortable life 
all of the cocktail parties and not to actually be hated by the left and attempt to be destroyed. That, I think, is the bottom line. That's fascinating. So uh, let's step back, uh, you know, one more iteration. Why do these people who have nominally controlled half of the nation's thought lost that moral courage? What happened? Why do they not wish to fight for that which they say they represent? Well, part of the reason clearly is that they're scared. Uh, They're scared, and they see what happened to President Trump. Uh, President Trump ended up having every single, as I said before, national institution turned against him. The universities, the press, the Fortune 500s, the administrative state, now the intel state, and now maybe not long into the future, the military itself. So people really are scared. Uh, If it weren't for Elon Musk purchasing Twitter, I think that the game may well be over. Uh, So it's partly the fear. It's partly also this view that many uh, of the older generation on the right have that, you know, politics is just about pendulum swings. Sometimes it swings in our direction. Sometimes it swings in the other direction. But ultimately, it reverts to the mean. And the truth is that that is a cope. That is a kind of um, lullaby that you tell. Because the obvious response can be given, which is that the pendulum swings back until it doesn't, just like it didn't with every other great nation from the past. It seemed like the pendulum would, would swing back in ancient Athens until it didn't. The same thing for Rome. The same thing with uh, the great British Empire. Uh, they don't want to see that sometimes there isn't just some kind of internal uh, inertia that reverts to the mean. If a reversion to the mean is possible, it's done through real political action, through gathering your own assets, through bolstering your own powers, so as to make the left back off. And as you know, the left does not like negotiating. They're not interested in hearing what you have to say. They can back off if you have enough powerful institutions on your side to make them doubt the next step. We're talking to Claremont's Arthur Millick, Executive Director for the American Way of Life Center, Claremont.org. If you enjoy our deep dives and want to be up on the breaking news, it's been a crazy a few days. Make sure you're following me on all the social media platforms. Just look for Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka on True Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Get It, Telegram. Get the Salem News Channel app to watch the show and check out my latest article on Substack about that Tucker interview with Putin. Sebastian Gorka.substack.com. That's my whole name is one word, Sebastian Gorka.substack.com. You're listening to the Manhood Hour. Did you know that 84% of New Year's resolutions fail in the first six weeks? That's got me thinking about PhD weight loss and nutrition and why it was a success for me. Why I haven't gained one pound of my 42-pound weight loss back. Why Jeff, my producer, decided to start the program. Most people blame their failure on a lack of time, motivation, and a loss of zeal. PhD makes it simple. It doesn't take a lot of extra time. They are masters of motivation. You have a team of coaches by your side the whole time, and you don't lose your zeal because every week you make great strides, so you stay excited. Do something different this year and call PhD Weight Loss and Nutrition, 864-644-1900. 
to get started or online at myphdweightloss.com. Don't do this alone. The number, 864-644-1900, myphdweightloss.com. Hi, this is President Trump, and Sebastian is really a friend of mine. He's a great guy. He's been with me from the beginning. Listen to him. We all learn. We need that new car from the president on Saturday. Did you see that before the speech? She saw me in the audience. It was funny. I've got a new nickname. It's Gorka Man. He said, where's the Gorka Man? I call him Seb. I've got to have a new liner from the president. Welcome back to the Manhood Hour. If you enjoy what we do here, we, we love providing this show for you. Support those who make it possible. Great patriots. Another friend of the president's, Dr. Mike Lindell. He may be the inventor of the My Pillow, of which he has sold 81 million. Yes, they are that good. But did you know he's got more than 200 other items on his website made by Americans in America for you? Don't buy that Chinese garbage on Amazon. Support American company and poker stick in the eye of the left when you support Mike Lindell. Use my name for up to 66% off and free shipping. That's the best deal out there. Call up a human being. It's really a great experience. Don't go online. 800-829-8468, promo code Gorka. That's MyPillow.com, 800-829-8468, promo code G-O-R-K-A, MyPillow.com. We're back with Arthur Millick. He is the man responsible for the Tome up from conservatism, revitalizing the right after a generation of decay. Check it out right now. Great authors, contributors like uh, my, uh, like uh, Roger Kimball. Arthur, you said something. I want to make sure I heard you correctly in the last segment uh, about the institutions, which you're right. The conservatives <laughs> just lost control over every institution that celebrates virtues and rights, what it means to be a man, what Western civilization is. And then you said, if it were but for Elon Musk, we would have lost them all. Uh, are you saying that uh, is that a glimmer of hope? Um, how big a deal is that? Because I, I've been on several, I've met him in the White House a few times, and then we've been on several, what do you call them, Twitter spaces together. And he's not a philosopher. He's not even a conservative. He, he, he's like a, uh, for me, a Nikola Tesla kind of genius level individual who's just discovered politics, and it's this shiny toy, and he's just getting a, his head around what this thing politics is. Uh, is this the, the one little glimmer of hope we have that at least there's one platform where there's freedom of speech? I, I think you're probably right about uh, your assessment of him, although the truth is we, we we don't know that much about him, though he is new to this. I will say that in a way, him being a newcomer is an advantage. He's not steeped in the old lullaby cliches. Yeah. Uh he just uses his instincts and sees what the stakes are. Uh, the stakes are extremely high if you lose the freedom of speech, while at the same time the regime has absolute power to control the narrative, to control the facts, and importantly, to control the platforms on which conservatives and Americans communicate with one another, you're done. You, at that point, don't really have elections. You have elections through the optical illusion prism that the press provides. You don't really have the freedom of thought because there's no genuine exchange and persuasion among uh, American citizens. And he felt all of these things. And I think that, if anything, that makes him uh, superior to the many, many D.C. types that I met 
uh, in my time here and who up until very recently had been saying, well, you know, you don't like how Twitter's going. Well, why don't you build your own? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I heard that. And nobody suggested, well, why don't we find a really wealthy person who's actually patriotic to buy it and make it into the free speech platform that is necessary if there's any hope for the right to, you know, legitimately lead the country? So you're saying he's unburdened by all the baggage of the establishment. So he comes to it with fresh eyes? With fresh eyes and with sure instincts. Uh, I mean, he's and, and I would add one other thing to that. Uh, he also looks at himself as a visionary and he wants to be a savior of the West uh, in a way that, as we talked before in the previous segment, you know, much of the establishment right doesn't look at itself that way. Uh, it wants to uh, get a little bit of money here, a little bit of comfort there. And that's what you call a career. Uh, without ever taking risks. He is a real risk taker that sees the burden of saving the West has to, at the end of the day, fall on one person's shoulders. And he thought that he was worthy of that task. Now, I don't mean to exaggerate that. I don't mean to say that it's going to happen just that way. I don't mean to say that everybody's kind of savior illusions are valid. But you know what? It turned out that there was one extremely wealthy person who had some kind of vision and sense about things, and he purchased a platform, as he explicitly said, for those motives. I think that you know we should we should be recognizing that and should be very grateful to that and wonder why, for all of the billions of dollars that are spent annually uh, to fund professionalized conservatism, why not a single person ever thought of something like that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they said, go off and build your own. Well, you know, we found one guy who wasn't even a conservative. I'd say he was maybe a, a nascent libertarian, and he spent billions of dollars on one platform. And there are a lot of rich people out there on the right. Get serious. Do you really care about the future of your children and our civilization? We're talking to Arthur Millick, Executive Director of the Center for the American Way of Life at the Claremont Institute. Coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor. Over a million people are taking this pain relief product today, including me. Why? Well, because it works. Just listen to the story of Alicia from California. I'm a grocery store worker and was working doubles during the coronavirus shutdown. At 52 years old, my two bad knees did not get a rest. I literally limped to and from bed. Two days into Relief Factor and the pain decreased substantially. So thankful for this amazing product. That should be you. It can be you. Find out today there's only one way. It's super easy. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do, and I promise you Dr. G's guarantee. By the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Alicia, and over a million of your fellow Americans. 1-800-4-RELIEF-RELIEFACTOR.COM. Back with the manhood hour in a moment. Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend, Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stomp out the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. Made from the world's best cotton called Giza, these sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now, for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98 in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and click 
on the Radio Square and use promo code G-O-R-K-A at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and the MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800 800- 829-8468 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Gorka. That's 800-829-8468 or MyPillow.com promo code G-O-R-K-A. For hardworking Americans, November 5th will be our new Liberation Day. But for the liars and cheaters and fraudsters and censors and imposters who have commandeered our government, it will be their Judgment Day. Their Judgment Day. Religious language from the president on Saturday. And our religious freedoms are, of course, under assault by the current regime and all of its leftist supporters. For 30 years now, the Alliance Defending Freedom has been defending your religious freedoms and your right to operate your business without government interference inside your own personal convictions. Starting today, there's a Stand With ADF banner on my website, sebgorka.com, where you can make a donation to help in the coming battles that the ADF is waging. All the way to the Supreme Court, the Alliance has had 15 victories in the Supreme Court since 2011 alone, and two more cases are heading there this term. This is a cause every single listener can support. Why? Because it's about all of our freedom of conscience and religious liberties. Please go to sebgorka.com and support the Alliance Defending Freedom. A gift of $100 or more will help in these critical court battles. My goal is to raise $20,000 before the end of March. Please make a difference so that we can stand together for all of our rights. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A dot com, or call them on 855-374-4767. That's 855-374-4767, sebgorka.com, and the Alliance Defending Freedom banner. Um, I have a theory, Arthur, about the president and why they hate him. So you outlined for us the, the sinecure corporative empire of conservatism inc that doesn't want to win because then they'd actually have to do something and the left would hate them they'd rather pick up their sinecures of two three four hundred thousand dollars and not actually have any responsibility i think that the the never trump movement the establishment conservatives detest president trump because of this alpha male attitude that he'll say, you know, damn it all, whatever it takes, the slings and arrows, I'm going to fight for America. Does that make sense to you that there's kind of this visceral atavistic hatred based upon how he represents as an alpha male? Yes. And I would I would add uh, the following that what they wish deep down is that politics would still be about gentlemanliness. Yeah. We're just polite to one another. We make arguments to one another. Uh, we can come to some kind of agreement and both sides be kind of satisfied and that be good enough. I wish that it were so, 
I wish that we were still a country, and I hope we become, once again, just such a country. The problem is twofold. The problem is that the left has uh, absolutely fanatical designs on the country and refuses to be negotiated with. And uh, in a certain way, you could say, well, from the left perspective, why negotiate with the right? They just lose over and over again. Look, we've taken every single institution away from them under their noses. They've barely made a peep about it. Why continue to negotiate with them? Um, and so when they see Trump, you know, Trump can be crude sometimes, but Trump ultimately is a man motivated by uh, a mission to salvage what is possible of this country. He gives genuine political talk, genuine talk about protecting a constituency, protecting the country. And they're not used to somebody that actually has anything at stake. They're used to uh, a class of politicos that at the end of the day, as I said before, they don't really care one way or another where things go because the only things that's at stake usually are their careers, their bonuses, the next uh, um, position that they get as a VP at Boeing for doing nothing. Uh, they're used to those kinds of political people rather than patriotic people who are actually attached to something and feel that they're losing something. Yeah. Well, how do we engender more of that fighting spirit? Because we see in the last 10 years, there's these two options. Jordan Peterson, you know, tidy your room, make your bed. And then the noxious uh, girlfriend beating, pimping uh, Andrew Tate. Uh, hopefully he's being rejected. But I want to take the Jordan Peterson message to the next level. How, how is that best done? Because there's only one of him, Arthur. Uh, there's only one of him, and he's a smart guy. He's a very interesting person, and uh, but it's not enough to talk about making one's bed, although I know that he does much more than that, though that's kind of what he got uh, to be known for. Um, I think it has to do a lot with uh, finding something that you are actually defending about the country. Now, here's where you get into the, the, the Tate problem, is that the more the country signals to young men that it despises them, mm. the more it tells them that they are filled with all sorts of idiotic prejudices and illusions, that they should be subjected to pharmacological treatments, to therapies, etc. When the country looks like it has no idealism for them, that is one plausible direction that they can go. Uh, so I think that there's a kind of truth that's being expressed in the Tate message, not that I am in favor of it. I just mean to say that that's what maleness may look like when it's shorn of any kind of idealism. Uh, and the more the country's in possession of the left, the less idealism that there is. So I suspect uh, a lot more of that is actually going to emerge. Um, you can't love a country that tells you at every step from every organ of power that it hates you, that it despises you, that you've caused all of the evil at the core of the country, and then tells you, hey, and why don't you go give up your life uh, to right. purify your soul fighting for it? It doesn't work like that. It's part of the reason that you see uh, how drastically military recruitment has fallen. Uh, it's a fascinating thing, and it's a very dangerous thing, because one day our country will find itself in a situation where it has to fight. 
And there's going to be that persistent recruitment crisis. And then it's not clear what we're going to do. We're going to double down on mercenary forces. We're going to double down on all sorts of unproven or semi-proven technologies. And we are running a very dangerous game uh, in this regard. Yeah, I, I would say the Andrew Tate phenomenon is not just a shorn of uh, ideology or idealism. It's shorn of any virtue. That man brags about uh, basically being a pimp and uh, beating up uh, multiple women. We're talking to the Claremont Institute's Arthur Millick. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Tax season is upon us. You know what the IRS is going to do with those tens of thousands of new agents. They're not coming after leftists or billionaires because they have their highly paid tax lawyers. They're going to come after patriots and conservatives who've done nothing wrong. As a result, if you need help, you should rely upon the tax, tax network US team. They have brilliant war room strategies, including a direct line to the correct IRS agents to deal with, and they know which ones to enjoy, to avoid. They also have access to the closing opportunity of the penalty cancellation exemptions. You need to find out today. Call 1-800-245-6000 or go to tnusa.com slash Gorka. That's tnusa.com slash G-O-R-K-A First with Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to President Donald J. Trump. We're back with the editor of the book, Up From Conservatism. He is the executive director of the Center for the American Way of Life at the Claremont Institute's uh, D.C. office, uh, Arthur Millick. Last uh, segment we have with you. You said something interesting at the very beginning of the hour that, you know, if we're victorious, if we can save our civilization, our nation, get back to the virtues, the the principles upon which it was founded, we won't be going back to life as normal. What does that sentence mean? Does it mean that being a conservative, being a, a protector of Western civilization in the 21st century is fundamentally different from what it was in prior centuries? It means partly that uh, a lot of conservatives have some illusion about going back to some specific point in history, uh, and uh, everything simultaneously will return to that, and that's where our efforts should be invested. 1950, uh, 1970, whatever that date is. And the truth is that we should be forward-looking. We should be a forward-looking movement that looks to secure peace stability and rights for uh, uh, the majority of the country. Uh, And that can only be done in the kind of fierceness required, in the kind of strategic uh, vision that is required of it, if we are no longer tied to having in our imagination some one marker to which we will return, because you can't. There is no return. The institutions are different. The demographics are different. The people are different. The opinions are different. Everything, or maybe not everything, but many things have changed, and we shouldn't hinder ourselves that way. Yeah. 
uh, have an understanding that thing, the principles may not have changed, the values may not have changed, but the context has. So let's get ready to rebuild and to salvage that which those who hate our civilization have tried to destroy. Claremont.org. Check it out today. The Claremont Review of Books as well is one of my favorite publications. Uh, Arthur Millick is the editor of Up From Conservatism, Revitalizing the Right After a Generation of Decay. They hate him because he's an alpha male. He's the president. Stand by him. Stand with him. Fly the flag. I stand with 45 over your home. And don't forget the T-shirt you made so popular. It goes with his comments about being the dissident candidate. FBI, Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. You made it number one. Get yours and so much more, including all of my books at SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorkaStore.com. And don't forget to support the president directly, most important of all, at DonaldJTrump.com. That's DonaldJTrump.com. If you enjoy the Manhood Hour and all of our deep dives with the real experts like Arthur and the true newsmakers, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on whichever platform you prefer, Spotify, Salem, Apple Stitcher. It matters not which one to me. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. And that's how we will win. We get the truth out there. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, keep your head on a swivel. Watch a six. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal i know not what course others may take but as for me give me liberty or give me death the world will little note or long remember what we say here but it can never forget what they did here What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. Is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Four years ago, I told you that if crooked Joe Biden got to the White House, our borders would be abolished, our middle class would be decimated, and our communities would be plagued by bloodshed, chaos, and violent crime. We were right about everything. So believe me when I offer you another warning, and we've been right about so much, just about everything. If crooked Joe Biden and his thugs win in 2024, the worst is yet to come. Our country go will go and sink to levels that were unimaginable. And just think about it. With four more years of Biden, the hordes of illegal aliens stampeding across our borders will exceed 40 to 50 million people. 
Medicare, Social Security, healthcare, and public education will buckle and collapse. It will collapse as sure as you're sitting or standing there. It will collapse. Our economy will be starved of energy by Crooked Joe's vindictive Green New Scam. It's a Green New Scam. It's a sobering warning from the president. That was his CPAC speech. If you thought the last three years were bad, imagine four more of them. We were there listening with Jeff, with Eric. I told the president afterwards that it's the best speech he's given at CPAC, one of many speeches he's given there. And maybe one of the best he's ever delivered. He went off the teleprompter after about 20 minutes and then spoke extemporaneously for more than an hour. It was funny. It was heartwarming. And it was also very sobering. Perhaps the most important line for me, given my family background, well, I think you can guess, if you watched the video, which moment resonated the most. For me, it was this one, cut four, play cut. I stand before you today not only as your past and hopefully future president, but as a proud political dissident. I am a dissident. Remember this, I've been indicted more than Alphonse Capone, Mr. President. Do you know who that is? He's pointing to the president of Argentina, Javier Millet, who was in the audience who spoke after President Trump. I am your dissident candidate. He is. Just like my father, a man who escaped from a communist prison. They're using the tools of the state against him. He's facing 730 years in prison. Why? Because if the election were today, he'd beat the incumbent, Joe Biden. But as he said so many times before, oh, greetings, you're listening to America First, and I'm Sebastian Gorka. It's not just about him. It's about all of us. Eric, will you start cycling through the images of Lake and Riley, please? Lake and Riley was a beautiful 22-year-old American. She was a nursing student in Atlanta, Georgia. And she went for a jog and was just murdered. The mainstream media will not tell you who murdered her, or rather where he came from and how he was here. The Washington Post said that he's just a resident of Athens, Georgia. No, he's not. Her murderer, Jose Ibarra, is an illegal immigrant who arrived here through Biden's open borders in 2022. He was arrested in New York for endangering a minor. You know what that means, right? Endangering a minor. And in Kathy Hochul's, in Eric Adams, New York, he was released for endangering a minor. Here's the story written up by Eric for American Greatness based upon the reporting from Just the News. Please listen to this story and then ask yourself how enraged you are and whether you're enraged enough. As I'm reading, Eric, please 
cycled through her photographs, not his, but hers. On Sunday, the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency confirmed that a man suspected of murdering an American college student is an illegal alien from Venezuela. A man who had previously been apprehended after crossing the border but was released due due to the Biden administration's open border policies. According to Just the News, the suspect's name is Jose Ibarra, and he is 26 years old. He had been arrested in September of 2022 by U.S. Customs and Border Protection, but was subsequently, quote, paroled and released for further processing. He was arrested one year later, in September of 2023, and charged with a motor vehicle license violation, as well as in a manner acting to injure a child under the age of 17. But before a federal detainer could be issued, or rather implemented, Jose Ibarra was released by New York City authorities, the same authorities under Alvin Bragg, who are trying to put President Trump in prison. And they did so because of New York City's sanctuary status. Ibarra's most recent arrest follows the murder of 22-year-old Laken Riley, a nursing student who was found dead on the University of Georgia's campus in Athens on Friday. Ibarra is the prime suspect in her murder, which occurred while she was out for a jog. The murder has drawn widespread backlash and renewed criticism of Biden's open border policies, with many Republicans pointing out that Riley would still be alive if the border had been enforced. The Associated Press has also faced backlash and mockery after its article on the story claimed that the real danger as a result of Riley's murder was, quote, the dangers female runners face when going on solo activities. It's not the fact that at least 8 million illegals have been let into this country under the Biden administration and they are doing whatever they wish to do in America and are basically immune. If they beat up cops on camera in New York, they are released four hours later without bail. If they endanger a child in New York, they're likewise released. That's why she's dead. And the blood of that woman, put her picture up on the screen again. The blood of Laken Riley is drenched on the hands of Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas and the whole stinking Democrat Party. Anyone who says we should not have borders is responsible for the death of that beautiful young woman. How dare you say it's because she jogged by herself. It's because we have no borders. And illegals have more rights than Americans. If you're not angry and fuming to the core of your existence, it's not that you're not a patriot. You're not a human being, and her life means nothing to you. That girl will never be walked down the aisle by her father. She will never make a family. She will never see love 
With a husband, she will never know the love of a child she bore because of Joe Biden and every Democrat who voted for him. You can all go to hell and we will stop you. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Put up the podcast. Subscribe if you want to. But I don't give a damn. Get busy. Save America. Get politically active before another Lakin Riley is murdered. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.